2: will drake maverick stay with wwe gonna talk all about that in a moment plus an aew star has reacted to stolen gimmick claims and a legendary referee says thank you for thursday april 23rd 2020 this is your cultaholic wrestling news every other athlete in this tournament is fighting their opponent i'm fighting my opponent and myself you know what you know what maybe maybe everyone was right about me The Drake Maverick situation is a rather interesting one, is it not? So Drake Maverick very much became the face of the WWE layoffs last week. He was the first one to speak out and posted a video, uh, very emotionally saying thank you to the wwe and promising in his last three matches he will give it his all so drake maverick is part of the interim cruiserweight championship tournaments uh, he had his first match in the tournament last night on nxt and he has two more to go but wwe seem to very much be capitalizing On This buzz around Drake right now he was on the bump talking very openly about his lack of opportunities in WWE and how keen he is to stay and prove himself now the the question remains as to whether or not somebody would be given this much this much attention given this much time to talk and given this much focus if they were on their way out of the company historically, WWE doesn't let talents leave stronger than they arrived. It's just not how they operate. More often than not, you go out on your back and you go out not with a bang, but with a whimper. You know, it's the whole idea that they want to make sure that your market value uh, isn't increased by your last few weeks there. Matt Hardy was a bit of an exception to that rule in the way that he went out, but even he got battered by Randy Orton for several weeks in a row and uh, didn't get the sort of WWE on air time that someone like Drake Maverick is currently getting. The fact that they played his emotional goodbye video On NXT last night says a lot about how they are currently feeling towards Drake Maverick. That isn't the move that a company would do if they were going to get rid of them. That's the thing that stays with me. It feels as if that this has been taken into consideration as, as Drake Maverick's popularity has soared over the last week, I feel like this could lead to Drake Maverick staying with WWE. This is, of course, just a hack theory by myself, but you have to believe there is some potential to truth to it. Otherwise, why are they making such a big deal out of a guy that's being let go from the company? Intriguing times ahead. Whatever Drake Maverick ends up doing, I know he will be uh, absolutely astounding at it. Like, Drake Maverick has got such a great upside. He is so well regarded within the wrestling industry here in the UK and over in the States as well. Whatever he ends up doing, he will be amazing at it. I hope this genuinely leads to him staying with WWE and doing something amazing as well. I-
0: Role model. I have three degrees, two plan A's, and I was the first woman signed to all elite wrestling. The doctor will see you now.
2: Now, this never crossed my mind until Dr. Britt Baker brought it up on Talk Is Jericho. Is Britt Baker a ripoff of Bailey? That threw me. So, this has come about because a lot of people have called out Dr. Britt Baker. Uh, for her use of the term role model. Which is something that Bailey has been using on Smackdown. A lot of people believe that it's just been ripped off wholesale from Bailey. And Dr. Britt Baker addressed this on Talk is Jericho. Uh, she said the following, did Britt. While we're on the topic, we did not steal the role model from Bailey Because... That's a daily thing, and I know we've talked about it too, how the inspiration came from you, Chris Jericho, for the role model gimmick. I'm not, and I don't want to say I know totally what's going on with Raw or SmackDown because I try and stay in touch with it, but at the same time, I'm a dentist and a professional wrestler, and I don't know every single storyline or what is going on every single week. So it wasn't until I actually said the words role model on TV, and then I got the Bailey army coming at me. You're stealing her gimmick. Like I even knew she was calling herself that too. Granted, totally different uses of the words, totally different gimmicks as we call it, but I just wanted to set the record straight that we didn't steal that from anybody. Well, I stole it from you, Chris Jericho, but not from her. Hopefully that puts to bed any any issues regarding Britt Baker stealing from Bailey. I think it seems a bit ridiculous to get head up about the use of the word role model. I, I never drew the connection between Bailey and Britt Baker until it was brought up on Talk is Jericho. Hey, the Stay with AEW next week, we've got two big matches happening. Brody Lee is taking on Marco Stunt. Marco Stunt was offered a place in the Dark Order by the looks of things and uh, seems to turn it down. Uh, but we're going to get Lee and Stunt next week as a result of this. Should be a fun one. Uh, Chuck Taylor and Trent are going to face Kip Sabian and Jimmy Havoc. This is a match born out of last night's episode of Dynamite where we saw Penelope Ford getting involved uh, in the match between Cassidy and Jimmy Havoc. Uh, Kip Sabian coming out there as well. And we're getting a tag team match. next week on Dynamite. Next week on NXT, the North American Championship is on the line. Keith Lee is going to defend against Damian Priest. Uh, Lee saved Velveteen Dream from the Undisputed Era at the start of last night's show. Uh, So that set up uh, a match between uh, Velveteen Dream and Keith Lee versus Adam Cole and Roderick Strong. However, Keith Lee got taken out uh, during the match uh, after an attack from Damian Priest. Uh, this led to uh, an unusual member of the NXT locker room joining the fight. We'll talk about that on NXT Graded on the YouTube channel a bit later on today. Uh, also, Jack the Jobber will be here with AEW Graded as well. If you want to find out what went down on Dynamite, Jack's your hookup for that one. And Ross Tweddle will be here with all your AEWTF moments as well. <laughs> We send a love to Mike Chioda, who was a WWE official for 31 years before being given his release last week. He went onto Twitter to say, I want to say thanks to the WWE and to all my amazing WWE fans and universe. 35 years and 31 years refereeing working for the WWE has been a fantastic run. I am so proud to have worked with so many icons and amazing talent in this industry. I thank you all. One love. Mike Kyoda. A very special thanks to all my WWE co workers and WWE fans for reaching out to me as well. I really appreciate the respect and kind words from everyone during these unprecedented times in our lives. Everyone and their families, be safe and God bless. Very sad to see the end of Mike Kyoda in WWE. Genuinely just one of those guys that has transcended the business. He has been a part of every major wwf wwe era he has like he was there at the rise of the rise of hulkamania the rise of Shawn michaels he was there for the the he was there he counted the three that kicked off the attitude era when austin pinned Shawn michaels he refereed brock lesnar and and uh, roman reigns at wrestlemania a year or so back he has been a, a part of the fabric of wrestling for three decades and we send nothing but love to mike kyoda a former WWE tag team has confirmed their first appearance post-WWE. Epico and Primo! But you thought I was going to say The Revival, didn't you? Uh, they're going to be at the Legends of the Ring convention on October the 3rd in New Jersey. They're going to be appearing as both the Colognes and Los Matadores. That's bang for your buck, in it? DDT have cancelled its biggest show of the year. Their their WrestleMania, their granddaddy of them all, Wrestle Peter Pan. Uh, It was set to take place on June the 7th at the Saitama Super Arena. Uh, However, uh, due to the spread of COVID-19, we know that Japan has been dealing with a rapid increase in coronavirus cases and a nationwide state of emergency has been declared. So as a result of this, uh, the show has been cancelled. They're looking at alternative dates at DDT Pro. Uh, President uh, Shashiro Togaki uh, wrote on Twitter that a replacement date is undecided, but it will be held. Gutted, this was meant to feature Kenny Omega. But they will sort out a new date and hopefully Kenny will be a part of that as well. And maybe this will be the show. Maybe this will be the show where Jack the Jobber wins back the Iron Man Heavy Metalweight Championship. Fingers crossed. Cody Runnels applied for a trademark for the name Cody Rhodes. This is finally going to be a thing. So when Cody joined AEW, when Cody founded AEW, rather, uh, he couldn't use the surname Rhodes as it belongs to WWE. It was trademarked by the company in 2009. Cody Rhodes uh, was, was patented on Oct- o- October the 13th, 09. Uh, that patent ran for 10 years, expired last year, uh, and after uh, a warning from the Trademarks Office... And six months calling off period, that name is now out there in the world. So Cody Rhodes has filed to trademark it himself and hopefully go back under the name Cody Rhodes in a wrestling ring very, very soon because he hasn't actually been allowed to be called Cody Rhodes whilst wrestling. He's only been billing himself as Cody. So they need to fix that. We don't need to, but it'd be nice if they do as an homage to his dad. So look out for Cody Rhodes here on bandanas, hats, hooded sweatshirts, jackets and socks, pants, shirts and sweatshirts, according to the United States Patent and Trademark Office.
3: Coming down the aisle from Greenwich, Connecticut, weighing 246 pounds, Hunter. Our first opportunity here on the wrestling challenge to see Hurst Hemsley, a man that
2: is a, an aristocrat in his own
3: words. A man that says he will bring civility, and class to the World Wrestling Federation. Well, a very pompous individual indeed. You notice that nose was stuck up in the air, Jim. Certainly has a total disdain for the fans here in this arena, here this week. Hunter Hearst Helmsley to meet Buck the veteran,
2: and finally, with Triple H celebrating 25 years in the WWE, an old friend popped up on the bump to send some best wishes. Take a listen.
1: Finally, the rock. Well, I'm not too. I can't really do it the way I need to do it because we're on lockdown, and everything is quiet here in the neighborhood. And the neighbors might think that some crazy is going down. But uh, (laughs) it actually is. There's some big stuff going down, and the big stuff going down is Triple H, 25 years of a storied, epic, historic career already. So I am honored to send you this message, my friend, um, to help celebrate and help honor you at 25 years being not only part of the WWE, but 25 years of being the wwe and man i gotta tell you i have like you we are lucky boys uh to have had the career that we have had uh in our world that we love so much uh, pro wrestling and i gotta tell you man um from the time i first got into the company you for my very first match in in survivor series at the garden uh you were so good to me so welcoming to me then but also i knew I knew of everybody in the locker room that there was a hunger in your eyes and I knew that we were going to be competitors and we were going to compete and work our asses off. And that's exactly what we did. And that's exactly why we gelled together, why we had incredible chemistry. You know, I always talk about, you know, the matches that I've had with, with Stone Cold that you've had with Stone Cold and you've had with McFoley, I've had with McFoley, Undertaker, you name it. But there's only one man who I've gone around this world with and wrestled consistently so many times and put in... I, just incredible matches and that is you and i thank you i love you congratulations man on just such an amazing career but also to not only an amazing 25 years but also not only in the ring but what you've done outside of the ring too has been unparalleled um you can't compare it because nobody else has done it and what you're doing with nxt what you're doing with the company itself and um and what you're doing to to make sure that the fans go home happy because it's in your blood it's in your dna it like it's it's as if you were born in the business and in some other lifetime you were this is why we're kindred spirits so uh congratulations on such an amazing 25 years i look forward to the next 25 years thank you for being a friend thank you for being a brother uh again love you man and uh happy 25th amazing amazing I can't, all right, love you, brother. <laughs> oh, that is wow. awesome. That is,
3: yeah. yeah, I'm honored, really am. The, the, the worst part is, how come he looks so great and I look like an old prune? Come on. <laughs> I'm all wrinkled and gray and stuff. He looks exactly the same as he did when I wrestled him in the garden when he walked in the door. Uh, <laughs> Infuriating. <laughs> we always had a great. Relationship, even even outside of that, and we knew we had magic together. Um, I think when we were in the ring, and uh, I'll always be grateful to him for that. And um, he's right; it it was there was a from the moment I I I remember first meeting him for the first time before he ever even came in uh, to the company. Pat, we we were just walking out of a building, and Pat was talking to him and just introducing me to him, and. I I don't know what it was. I remember walking out and thinking, like, man, that kid, like, he just had a hunger in his eyes, and I was like, God, he is going to be amazing. He just had a look about him, and and he he certainly delivered on that.
2: Lovely sentiment by Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Also, if you haven't seen The Bump yet, you need to see it for Triple H's isolation hairdo. His hair's growing through. And I don't think he trusts anybody with a razor to shave it back. (laughs) I'm a big fan. He looks like Kratos from God of War. That'll do it for your Cultaholic Wrestling News for Thursday. As I said, AEW-graded, NXT-graded, and AEW-TF moments on the Cultaholic YouTube channel a little bit later on today. Plus, if you missed it yesterday, a brand new episode of Desert Island Graps dropped onto the podcast feed featuring my special guest, the latest NXT UK play-by-play commentator Andy Shepard. It was great to chat to Shep about Blue Peter presenters uh, falling over whilst doing your job and, of course, his three favourite wrestling matches of all time. And we'll talk on that on the podcast. And, in fact, you can listen to it right now if you subscribe to the Cultaholic podcast feed. I will speak to you tomorrow. Don't forget to join us. Love you. Bye.